You are now listening to Mike's Opinion, Logic Unleashed. That's right. You are now listening and watching the Mike's Opinion podcast. Thank you so much for being here. As always, you know, I always want to know how you doing. Hmm? How you doing? You doing all right? A few days before Christmas. Well, a little more than a few days, but you prepared? You ready? Eat, exchange gifts, be thankful, and all of that good stuff. New Year's right around the corner, too. So I hope you're doing okay. You know, I always want to know how you're doing, and I hope that you and yours are okay. In fact, I hope you're better than okay. So um, today is 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 a more serious topic. Something in the news caught my eye, and... It always catches my eye when I see these stories. And it just begs the question. Shouldn't those people that are wrongly convicted get free everything? They should get free everything. That's how I feel about the situation. I don't know how you feel, but I've got... I've got three stories here. You know, a shout out, big shout out to the Innocence Project. And before I go any further, I just got to say during my research, y'all know I research all the episodes, the information before I present an episode. Now, I don't really use a lot of the information, um, but but it, it feeds my, my narrative, right? Um, I, the, the majority... Are black men. It's just there's no way around that. The majority are black men. And that's just it's 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 horrible. Considering the the percentage of the population that we are, a small percentage, black people as a whole. But anyone who tells me. Racism, bigotry, racial hatred, all of these are gone. Miss me with that. This is one way to prove that it's not over, especially at the systemic level. The system is... All right. So, yeah, I know I like to keep it light a lot of the times, but I just I couldn't help but do this episode, you know. But I mean, the, the wrongly convicted, those that do get a check at the end of the day, and some don't. Some get a half-assed apology. Sorry. After you spend 10, 15, 20, 30 years in prison. I... I've never been to prison. Me personally. I know a lot of people that have been to prison. I know a lot of people who are in prison. Have I been arrested? Yes. Have I been to jail? Yes. Been a night or two. But I've never been to prison. 
prison is a whole different animal. And, you know, I hear these judges dishing out decades. You can't get that time back. And listen, I'm not saying there aren't those that need to be locked up. There are some bad people out there. However, 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 one, people can truly change their heart. And I know you might be like, yo, Mike, you on this optimistic kumbaya. No, 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 no. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. But let's be real. Prison don't make people better. Right? It's a hostile environment. It's a dog-eat-dog survival of the fittest. Derek Chauvin... Uh, the man convicted, uh, the police officer, former police officer responsible for killing George Floyd, just got stabbed up. Surprisingly, he lived. Supposedly, I don't know. Um, yes, I digress. I'm a little all over the place, but it's all connected. Keep up. Um, these years, 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 and a lot of these cases. Decades. You can't get that time back. So to say, oops, sorry, we messed up, especially when it's majority black men, it's unforgivable. So for me, not only should they get a check, And I'm not just talking about black men, just for the record. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anybody that's wrongly convicted, you should get to never pay taxes again. A free gym membership, free massages, a new car, free donuts, free college, free speeding ticket, free everything for the rest of your life. That's fair to me. Um, there's three stories that I, I took notes on. I'm only going to really expound on one of them. And I'll get to that one um, last. But I'll start with a gentleman named Marvin Haynes, who spent most of his life in prison. He's 36 today. He went to prison when he was 16. And I want you to keep in mind, all of these cases, all of these people that I talk about today were innocent, proven without a shadow of a doubt. Were they good people? I don't know. Did they do something else? I don't know. I know what sent them to prison the reason they were sent to prison was incorrect. They were innocent of the specific crime that they were charged and convicted of. <sighs> Mr. Marvin Haynes, he was accused of shooting a 55-year-old by the name of Harry Randy Shearer. And uh, rest in peace to Harry. 
And this was happened in a Minneapolis flower shop back in 2004 during the robbery. The whole case relied on eyewitness testimony, as so many of these cases do. It really, the more I read about this, and this isn't the first time I've dug into these type of cases, but this one, the one, the, the, the real one I'm going to dig into, you'll see why. It just, I just, I was like, yo, I got a pod on this because this is crazy. This is bananas. Bananas. But I'm going to get to that in a minute. Eyewitness testimony is unreliable. People don't really remember correctly a lot of times. There's there's there's, there's documentaries on eyewitness testimony or the unreliability of eyewitness testimony. And I think for convictions to be achieved, reliance upon sole reliance on witness testimony should not be accepted. You have to have something else other than he said, she said that they saw them or he might've been him. A lot, some of these cases I've read didn't even have lineups. Lineups are a thing and 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 I've been in lineups. And you say, yo, Mike, you've been in lineups? I've been in lineups. So y'all know, born and raised in New York City, right? Uh, my high school in the Bronx was very close to Yankee Stadium. It was very close to the courthouse in the Bronx. And, um, and and a very busy police station. And often, often, the cops would come to our high school and they would pay us like $25, $30 and feed us, give us a burger, fries, and something to drink to be in the lineup. Now, of course, we're innocent. We're in school. So even if the witness picked us, we ain't got no problems. At least we hoped so. But we, I never had no problems. But I did this often. It was a nice way to get a little change in your pocket. It didn't take long. Boom. Done. Get that burger. Was out. But I've been in lineups. Lineup, they put you in a room with the actual suspect and several people that vaguely match the the actual subs, uh, suspect's uh, description. So I've stood shoulder to shoulder with people that were accused of all types of crimes. Because I'm in the room with the actual suspect. And certainly some of these suspects were guilty. So... I know what a lineup is about. To convict someone on eyewitness testimony without a lineup is, is atrocious, it's horrendous, it's, it's, it's criminal in itself. But it happens. The case against Mr. Marvin Haynes relied almost entirely on eyewitness testimony. One of the witnesses said later, later said they never really got a good look. Another one of the eyewitnesses took his story back. Took his story back. There was no forensic evidence. 
There was no DNA. There was no fingerprints. There was no video. There was nothing. <laughs> you ever have to laugh? Keep from crying? Mr. Haynes spent 20 years of his life, over half of his life. He was 16 years old when he went to prison. He's getting out at 36. Now, what should we expect of this man? After 20 years in prison. And he went in at 16. Free everything. This man should be able to speed. And I know speeding is, is can be can be dangerous. But he should walk to a donut shop free. Cash free. Taxes free. And they want to localize this and say, I'm sorry. Uh, in Mr. Haynes's case, the prosecutor acknowledged the wrongful uh, wrong wrongful conviction, apologized to him, but there's no mention of Mr. Haynes getting any financial due him. They asked him, "What do you plan on doing?" And Mr. Haynes replied, I'm looking forward to getting a job and just getting my life in order. Just trying to help my family out, end quote. Mr. Marvin Haynes should not have to look for a job after spending more than half his life in prison being wrongly convicted. Mr. Haynes should be able to live the rest of his days in peace, in harmony, whatever that looks like for him. He should be on a permanent vacation. In Mike's opinion. The next one. And like I said, I'm saving the one I'm really going to dig into till last. Um, the headline read, Baltimore to pay $48 million, $48 million to three men that were wrongly convicted of murder and imprisoned for 36 years. Big ups to Mr. Alfred Chestnut, Mr. Ransom Watkins, and Mr. Andrew Stewart, who, like my last story, were 16 years old when they were arrested on Thanksgiving Day in 1983. Yo, this, this, this type, this, mm. You know, you hear people say, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I didn't do it. There are a lot of people that not only mean that, 
but it's factual. But this system makes mistakes and it makes mistakes often and it ruins lives. And to these brothers that's about to be millionaires, hey, it can't make up for the time. Nothing can, nothing. Yeah, that money will help their current life. But the countless screams at night in prison, the violence of prison, the environment of prison, psychologically, does more than just take its toll. It ruins you. How do I know? Because I know people that have spent decades in prison. Ain't never the same. Never the same. In fact, there are some and you can search this yourself, that have spent so much time in prison that they prefer it in prison than the outside. They can't cut it on the outside. They're not a function on the outside. Because for decade after decade after decade, you've been told when to eat, when to sleep, when to shit, when to shower. And you've been head on a swivel every The investigators in Mr. Chestnut, Mr. Watkins, and Mr. Stewart's case ignored eyewitness evidence and physical evidence that contradicted their chosen narrative. When I read that, the investigators had a chosen narrative. They were going to convict these young boys regardless. Including ignoring evidence pointing to a different suspect. Instead, they shaped the evidence to implicate these three young men, including coercing full false testimony. Coercing false testimony, meaning making somebody say some bullshit. From very young witnesses. The person that actually killed the victim, he died. And I don't want to, you know, jump over the victim here in this case. The, the victim was Dwight, or excuse me, DeWitt Duckett, who was 14 years old and killed because they wanted to take his jacket. Rest in peace. Do it. Baltimore's wild. I never still saw the wire. <gasps> I know. Some of y'all like, oh, never seen the wire? No, nah, I never seen it. Never watched a single episode. I understand it's set in Baltimore, in Maryland, and um, it's got all the accolades. 
And the reason I don't really watch shows like that because I lived it. I don't really want to watch that for entertainment. I'm a documentary dude. I like to watch docs. You know what I'm saying? I like edutainment. Um, you know, I have a wife and she likes other stuff and I watch other stuff enjoyably. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't watch only documentaries, but that's my thing. That's what I prefer. That's what I enjoy. I like to be educated and entertained simultaneously. Yo. I'm going I'm to uh, I'm gonna move on, but I just want to say, may y'all find some peace, Mr. Chestnut, Mr. Watkins, Mr. Stewart. There are, there are, there are so many um, instances now, you know, by the hundreds and hundreds of innocence projects, uh, and, and each, you know, many states have their own innocence project. The innocence project is a national uh, endeavor. However, each state has their own innocent project, innocence project, and it, it takes a lot even to get up on their radar. On their website, the national one, they say, you know, if 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 you think, you know, if it was self defense, don't holler at us. They have a list of stuff. Like, don't come to us if you think you're innocent based on these things. It has to be based on these things. I found that I guess it's necessary, right? You got to get the real, real innocent if you're going to spend your time and resources on their, on their homepage. They were asking for donations. So um, I get it. I get it. I understand. But that stands your ground law is a self-defense situation. Look, I can only tell you what I've learned and my experiences. Okay, I've learned how this country began. I've learned about former empires that have risen and have fallen. I have learned about human beings growing up in New York City it's like a express lesson in sociology and human behavior because there's so many people packed into a very small area. Geographically speaking, it's densely populated. Something's wrong with human beings. We're violent. We, 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 are, we are awful and wonderful and terrible and great and beautiful and ugly. Simultaneously. A lot of ugly. A lot of bad. <clears throat> I'd like to dive in. And I'm not going to go too deep to the case of Mr. Brian Beals. In Illinois, Mr. Brian Beals is now free after spending 35 years in prison. 
hear me. Another black man. 35 years in prison. 35 years in prison. You know, we, we hear about these things, right? So much. I don't think we've really given much thought the cold, hard environment that prison is. And again, I want to reiterate, there are some people that may need to be there. And I say maybe because if we really want to reform, help, rehabilitate, those are not the environments they need to be in. Other countries have prisons that are almost like resorts. Good food, good environment, no barbed wire and cinder block. A good part of the prison system in the United States and America is for profit. Let's just be clear. They are for profit institutions. I'm not going there right now, but I just felt I needed to say that. Black and brown people make up the majority of people incarcerated. Especially um, in an in a, in a imbalanced percentage in terms to the ratio of percentage of population that we are. Mr. Brian Beals was wrongly convicted in 1988 in the murder of a six-year-old boy. Rest in peace. To Demetrius Campbell, that six-year-old boy. The reason I dived into this one, and I, I, I found it, I couldn't even believe what I was reading, was the circumstances that got Mr. Beals convicted. Bullets that were aimed at Mr. Beale's vehicle Mr. Beale's wasn't the shooter he was getting shot at the people shooting at Brian Beale's car accidentally shot six-year-old Demetrius Campbell and his mother. Demetrius died. His mother, Valerie, did not. Beals was in the car that was trying to get out the way. And before I go any further, let me tell you a little something about Mr. Brian Beals. Mr. Brian Beals at the time was a college athlete. 
who ironically was studying to become a police officer. Model citizen, good guy. Shots start ringing out. He trying to get out of there. Demetrius' mother, the six-year-old that was shot, was called as an eyewitness. Mr. Beals was convicted primarily on the testimony of Demetrius' mother, Valerie, who identified Beals as the shooter during the trial, despite not being shown any lineups or photographs at all. Now, this is a grieving mother. Not only is she grieving, she's been shot herself. I'm not saying her testimony can never be trusted, but somebody going to jail for killing my baby. Right? You was in the vicinity, it was you. Now, I'm not saying that's the case. I don't know this woman. I didn't see her testimony. However, it was wrong. Mr. Beals didn't have a gun. Mr. Beals' attorney, Laura Nyrider, she called this case one of the most egregious wrongful, uh, wrongful convictions she had ever seen. She said that Mr. Beals represented the best of his community's future. Now, I just, I just, I, I got to recap for a second. Dude is driving. Bullets ring out. He's trying to get out. Two people got shot. Little boy and his moms. The mom sees him in the car. Now, when shots ring out, if you're not used to that, you're looking up, you know, memory, memory is a funny thing. It's a funny thing. This man went to prison for 35 years because of this. When new evidence was finally presented, first of all, when we created this system, and I don't mean we human being, I didn't create the system, wouldn't it have been smart to put in place an innocent project when the prison system was first created, when the modern court system was, was created. Like, hey, we're human. We mess up sometimes. Let's put something in place to constantly review cases, especially of those that claim to be innocent, especially of those when new, new, new evidence is presented. Um, and, 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 and then there's multiple other factors that could be considered there too. The Innocence Project shouldn't be a project. 
It should be part, an integral part of the justice system, the justice system. I want to reiterate, reiterate one more time. I'm not anti-justice, even though I don't know sticking somebody in a, in a cinder block metal, you know, a box, you know, punishing them is, 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 is justice because it doesn't help society. Because if and when that person gets out, they're not going to be reformed. They're not going to be rehabilitated. They're not in an environment to be that. So it's freeing, it's, it's, it's feeding that, um, that uh, profit machine, yet another profit machine. I just, when I read this story, I could not believe it. 35 years in prison. And this is just recent. This is a recent story. And there's still facts coming out about it. The uh, news organization that obtained this, and a couple of them actually, uh, when I, I, I was digging for this information, are still you know trying to find out, is he going to get paid? You know, uh, what's he plan on doing? You know, 35 years in prison, man. I need, I need free everything. I need a hundred acre ranch and BFE, a therapist, like multiple therapists, psychologists, a massage therapist. I love massages. So that would definitely be on my, my list. I need twice a day rub the stress out of me. I just need to relax. Maybe a hypnotist, you know, make me forget 35 years, replace that 35 years of incarceration with 35 years on a beautiful island or something. I'm telling you, I know I'm, I'm, I, 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 talked extensively with people that have spent time in prison and it's a traumatic experience. So to spend 35 years in that, I just, it's horrendous. There's no winners in this. Um, my understanding is that the actual killers have yet to be brought to justice. There are so many stories I've heard, read. Stay clear of the system. That system in particular, if you can. But we're in a much, you know, bigger system, which I will not delve into today. The Matrix comes to mind. I wanted to share these stories and this information because it's important. Right now, and every day, my thoughts and my prayers 
my hopes go out to those people that are sitting in cells, not just here domestically in the United States, but all around the world, who are unjustifiably sitting, incarcerated, and who are innocent of the crimes for which they were accused and convicted. It must be a horrible and hopeless feeling knowing you are innocent. It's like a a very, very bad, bad dream. If you can, I always, you know, I ask you to support the show and I ask you to contribute um, financially. But this episode... I mean, you can still do that if you like, but any if you were going to contribute financially to me, send that to the Innocence Project. Maybe the Innocence Project in your state. Maybe you want to volunteer and try to help them in some capacity. Um, don't get caught in that system. Don't do it. As always, I hope that you are okay. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you're eating right. I hope that you're drinking your water. I hope that you're exercising. I hope you're praying to whoever you pray to. If you're not okay, I hope you find a pathway to okay. Big ups to all of those innocent people out there. The ones who finally got the justice they deserve and those that are still incarcerated. I'm Mike. This is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. Unleashed.